Hey you guys, it is Grace Fransom with the Words He Used podcast. Today I am here with Rebecca Sladen all the way in Gorham, Maine. Oh my gosh, Becca, what is up? Hi. How are you today, my friend? What? How are you today, my friend? I'm good. Good. I'm good. Oh my gosh, yay. Tell us about yourself. Oh, myself. Okay. Um, I'm 20. I'm newly married. I live in Maine. Um, and I have a small business called Glorify Creative. I love it. Oh my gosh. Okay. What is your testimony in six words or less, Rebecca? Okay. Okay. I have it written down. (laughs) Radical love passionately chasing after me. Wow. What does that mean to you? Okay. So I was like praying about like, how do I put my testimony into six words? How do you even do that? And I just heard that and I feel like that's just been my life like for so long I was running and like didn't know like the full love of the father but like even in my running and my ignoring him he chased after me so passionately Mm -hmm. and then when I finally like stopped Mm -hmm. running and like just accepted it I learned that like when you come into relationship with him, he doesn't stop pursuing you. So like, even now though, like I've accepted his love, he doesn't stop chasing me. Wow. It's just so good. Oh, I never I love it. <laughs> so, okay. So you're in Maine, but you weren't always in Maine where you've lived in a ton of places, but I met you in Texas less than two years ago, which is crazy. So crazy. Yeah, because we got super duper close out of nowhere. Like the first time we hung out was at your birthday party. Like how did that's no one else's story in the whole world. Like, oh yeah, we met at my birthday. Like, what the heck? I love it. It's been so sweet to know you. You're so cool. We got so close out of nowhere and then you got married and left, but that's okay. Our story never stops. You're a forever friend for sure. Yes, absolutely. (laughs) Well, I want to talk about your favorite coffee order, first of all. So it's changed. Oh no! Since last time, mm. um, because I have this new coffee place now that I'm obsessed with. But it's vanilla and rose latte with oat milk. What the heck? Okay, I've never yeah. even heard of rose syrup. Is it syrup or is it like petals? Oh my gosh! It's not petals. <laughs> it's uh, and it's probably not the best for you, but it's really good. Because <laughs> you were a honey oat latte girl for a long time. Yeah. And I still am for most of the time, unless I go to this one place, because they're the only place that has the rose. Yeah. That's so fun. I'm going to go on Amazon after this and be like, rose syrup and try to find some. That sounds really good. Um, I also want to talk about how you met Jesus. So tell us the whole story. The whole thing is a very long story, but (laughs) I'll condense it for you. Perfect. Um, I grew up, I mean, in in church and my parents were pastors but um I really lived in like rebellion for a very long time like up until I was probably like 14 or 15 and like I knew the Lord I was a Christian you know Mm -hmm. one of those and uh but I didn't know him like he wasn't my friend and he wasn't my Lord he was just a man that I knew died for me Mm. Uh, it was kind of like uh in your book where you talk about stalking Jesus yeah (laughs) yeah um I kind of stalked Jesus I knew a lot about him but I didn't know him like personally Mm. um 
and I started going to a church in Texas and that's where I met the Holy Spirit, the spirit of Jesus. Um, I really loved your podcast with my brother, James and everything he went through with that. And like knowing the Holy Spirit brought me to a new level of like revelation for like who Jesus is and how he's the Lord Mm. of my life. And that was around, I don't know, 20, 18 maybe 2017 yeah wow so what has your life looked like since meeting the holy spirit like how have you how has your perception of everything changed i don't even know really how to put that into words um it just changes and i think it maybe it's different for person for each person but like there's just there's just nothing I I mean he's that good yeah I don't have words like everything's changed like my heart is changed like the way that I look at things has changed like and it's weird because I always knew Jesus you know I knew Mm -hmm. about him you know like I knew the bible um but you meet the holy spirit and you meet someone that you just don't have context for and there's it's so hard to put into words and that's why like there's so many people that can say it much more eloquently than (laughs) I can but um man I everyone changes in different ways but for me I think I just got to know who I was more like as a daughter as um a creative like I always knew like, oh, I have a creative mind, but I never knew what that meant. And I never knew what I could do with it. And then I like met the Holy Spirit and he started giving me these like divine inspirations. And then all of a sudden, like I have a small business at 20 years old. And like, I don't think that ever would have happened if I hadn't known Jesus as my Lord or had I met the Holy Spirit because I wouldn't have been led into this new um, knowledge of who I am. Yeah. Wow. And I want to talk about that too, because your small business is going through, going through some growing, going through some changes. Yes. So Burleson Girlies might know this business as made by Beck from the farmer's market and from Etsy and from everyone's Instagram stories, because we all be sharing it because it's the cutest thing ever. Um, But yeah, so talk to us a little bit about what that change looked like, because you're not called made by Beck anymore. No, I'm not. So a while back, like a few months ago, I started thinking through like, you know, what am I really doing? Like, I just named it this because that's a name that my boyfriend at the time, now husband, came up with and I liked it. So I went with it. Um, But the past few months, I felt like I needed a shift. And Mm. what my goal always was or what I wanted to be was to bring glory to the Lord, to the creative gift that he gave me of like making things with my hands, whether it's earrings or it's other creative decor or whatever. Um, And I wanted to shift the focus off of me and Mm -hmm. onto him because the goal is to bring people to know Jesus through the gift that he gave me. And so I was praying and praying and praying about it. And one day I woke up really early in the morning and I just heard the Lord say, glorify. Mm -hmm. And I was like, yeah, like, I want to glorify you, Lord, of course. And (laughs) he was like, no, 
glorify and i was like yeah god <laughs> like, I, I get I it <laughs> and he was like no becca like <laughs> that's the name and i was like that's the name and he was like yeah and i was like okay and so I, I like ran downstairs to jake and i was like jacob and i told him what happened he was like that's awesome you have to do that so like that day i sat down and i drew a graphic and i put it all together and i changed everything that day like i changed the instagram that day it was like last week i think <laughs> yeah uh, I just I shifted everything because I was like this is it like I'm not gonna hesitate I'm not gonna like I don't know maybe I should have taken more time but like I didn't like I wanted to shift it off of me and onto him as soon as possible so yes made by Beck what was made by Beck is now glorify creative wow okay I I love this story I've heard it before obviously we are we are little bestie gals but um I just love hearing like you echo what the Lord has done in your life because he does so much through you and in you and for you. And oh my gosh, he's good. He's good. He's good. Um, also, you have, this is not the first time that you've left Texas for any length of time. You went out of out of state for college for a little bit. Tell us what that was like. Oh, okay. Um, <laughs> yeah, so I went to a ministry school in Alabama for a while um, where I actually met my husband. And then we dropped out together um because i think that we were both there to meet each other and wow. then the lord was just like okay leave and we left and then we went back to texas and that's how you know jake so well and um yeah wow. and so yeah it was very very short time like maybe a semester that we were in uh, ministry school and it was a great time we met lots of amazing people um but it was definitely a season yeah, yeah. i'm very thankful because I got Jacob. <laughs> yes, you you got Jacob and you tucked tail and ran for Maine. Yeah. Oh my gosh, I love <laughs> it. Okay, guys, this has only been like a few months that we've been apart and we were like so crazy close. We'd get coffee like every day and talk through everything. So it's been really, really sweet to transition to an adult friendship with you, which is so weird because I feel like weird. we're 12. <laughs> but we're not like you're an, you're an adult lady and you you're a married woman. Oh, I cannot get over it. Um, but yeah, so I mean, there's that season was so important because it, it set the tone for the next, you know, until you die of your life um, because you met Jacob there. And that's so fun. Um, what has the Lord been doing since y'all got married? Oh, well, um, it's so funny because when I was younger, I always was like, I don't want to be in like mainstream ministry when I grow up. I don't want to be a pastor's wife. Like, I just want to like, be like Jesus. Like, mm -hmm. that's it. Like, I just want to do what he wants me to do, but I don't want to do what I don't want to do. You know how yeah. you get like that? Sometimes <laughs> how we get that. Like, mm. I want to, Lord, I want to do what you want me to do, but I don't want to do what I don't want to do. Yeah. And I will know? not do it, unfortunately. So don't command uh, me to do it because I won't. <laughs> so to answer your question, lately we've been feeling like we've been called into ministry. And so what that looks like right now is honestly just serving like as much as we can and being a part of our church as much as we can. We go to a very small church in Maine called Kingdom Life. If you don't know about it, look it up. They have two campuses, but we go to the South Campus and they're very, very small right now. We're growing and we need more room in order to grow more. But um we're very small currently but we feel called to just serve at this house and um 
just be committed to it. Yeah. And it's so beautiful because I went from a place of like, I don't want to be in ministry to like, my heart is like, man, I want to be in ministry. Yeah. I mean, (laughs) it's, it's, it's so attractive to want to be in the place where the Lord is doing what he's doing. I mean, you want to be in there. You want to be up in it. You want all of it. I want the blessings to get on me too. Like it is just such a precious place to be. I think it's so cool that you're surrendering to that. Oh, wow. How fun. Um, you, you live in Maine, which is crazy. So what is the spiritual climate like in Maine versus the Bible Belt? Oh, it's very different. It's so different. Um, it's very spiritual, but most of it isn't wholly spiritual. Mm if that makes sense. Um, People up here are very into um, spirit guides and, you know, following your heart or like, I don't know. Yeah. Like, you know, the other spirits. Yeah. Um, So like, and especially our generation too, like they're seeking spiritual satisfaction. You're there. You're there. Satisfaction. (laughs) That's the word. <laughs> Satisfactory action. Yeah. They're seeking that, but they're trying to find it in all the ways that the world's giving them. So, you know, crystals, things like that. Um, and there's a, so much of that. But I think that a lot of them are coming to the realization that it's not doing what they want it to do and what mm. they need, you know, for their souls, for their spirits. And um, we've been seeing this like, massive incline and like people my age and like your age coming to church and just like or even like switching from um other churches because there's not like spirit-filled churches here there's like maybe two like Mm -hmm. mine counting mine um they're all like um it's like catholic churches which like no disrespect at all Mm -hmm. um however there it's usually that's like you grew up in the catholic church so you go to catholic church because yeah. it's like just a family um and so they're so they're there or like other different places they're nowhere at all and they're realizing like i'm missing something and i need to find it and so we've been seeing like so many young people coming to church like seeking the holy spirit and like what that looks like and Jake and I got to witness that and a close friend of his mm. like personally and it was so beautiful because he he had looked through everything like new age like literally every religion he like sat down and went through all of it and he landed at the church that we're going to and he gave his heart to Jesus and oh. he's a whole new person and he's so amazing and he like it's just like how how have I been missing this like for so long? Like this is what I've been looking for. And we're just seeing so much of that lately. Wow. So you're seeing like revival all around you. Oh Oh my my gosh, how fun. Because a lot of people that I've talked to that live in like literally anywhere but the Bible Belt, like the South are like, no, it's desolate. It's spiritual wasteland. But like you're seeing it come to fruition. Yes. Yeah. Wow. And places where it is like dry like hard but I mean people are searching so if you're there and you know people are searching that's kind of your job to like help them find what they're looking for Mm, how fun yeah literally 
Because, I mean, mm. when you lived here, I mean, I'm sure you can relate to this. Like, everyone thinks they know my Jesus. Everyone thinks mm. they know exactly who I know. And I'm like, man, if you knew who I knew, then you wouldn't feel that shame and that guilt, you know? If you knew who I knew, but they assume that they already do. So it's really cool to have people who are like, man, I've searched for everything but your Jesus, you know? And now I'm here and I'm, I'm trying to figure it out. Like, it's such a different place to be. That's so exciting. Oh, wow. So Wow. So what is the Lord walking you through right now? Oh, um, wow. That's a big question. Yeah. I mean, honestly, like the whole like ministry thing, what is like, what does that look like? And then uh, so many things like um, glorify and like how to make all of that work and Mm -hmm. I've been looking for a job and haven't been able to get a job and it which is weird because up here there's so many jobs available that I should have a job by now but I don't and so I feel like the Lord's really just like calling me to lean into him Mm -hmm. and trust him um like just to know that like he has me in his hands and that he's taking care of me uh, and and Jacob and our family and um, that he's going to provide for us. It's really just been a great season of like trust, mm. like just trust. Yeah. Wow. So what have your have your daily encounters changed since getting married and moving, or do they look pretty similar? They are uh, similar but different, if that makes sense. Um, I actually have more time right now because I'm not working at all. Other than obviously I'm, I'm working. I say I'm not working and I shouldn't say that because I am working. I have a whole business. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I'm not, yeah, like a corp in a corporate setting. Mm-hmm. Um, but I have a lot more time because I can make my own hours. So I wake up with Jacob at 530 in the morning, which is a lot different than um, when I was in Texas. I wasn't waking up that early. Yeah. And um I make him coffee and then he goes to work and I spend from about 6.30 to 7.30 or 8. Um, I worship and I journal and I write down prayers. And so honestly, my connect with God time has become much more not, I wouldn't say structured, but there's so much more body to it right now. It's so beautiful because I have so much time to just spend with the Lord. And then he blesses the rest of my day. Um, I don't know. It's been like so intimate. I think, I think it's more intimate right now than it was when I was in Texas. Wow. Oh, that is so precious. Um, so with you and Jake being like together now, this is crazy. We're seeing the other side of the, of God's promise, but what, whenever you first started dating Jacob, how did you know that he was the one you're going to marry? Because it was, I mean, it happened pretty fast. Like y'all, y'all did not waste time. Y'all moved. And that's because that's what obedience looks like. But yeah, yeah, people ask me how I knew um, a lot, actually. Mm. And the only answer I can give is God. That's it. Yeah. Like I asked and he said yes. Wow. That's (laughs) all I have. Um, That's as as much as you need. You know, that's a perfect um, story. There was like character signs. Like I had a very extensive list um, not like he has to be this height and has to look like this hair, but like character, like mm-hmm. how does he speak? What is his conduct? How does he treat me? Does he talk about the Lord 
more than he talks about other things or does he talk about other things more than he talks about the lord like what are his priorities will he place me above god or will he keep god in god's place mm-hmm. and um after like the first time we hung out i was like this is it mm-hmm. like like it was it like every box was checked off um and it was just like crazy like I think one of the first questions he asked me while we were hanging out for the first time was, so what's the Lord saying to you right now? What are you reading in the Bible? And I was like, did you really ask me that? Because at the time I wasn't doing so well with those things. And then, but from that day I did, from that day I was reading my Bible every day. And from that day I was talking to the Lord because I had accountability and he like immediately stepped in as a friend to be like, not even knowing but holding me accountable to like being healthy in my walk with the lord it was so good yeah wow well you guys are just precious and it was such an honor to be in y'all's wedding not only invited Uh but in y'all's wedding it was so precious to watch that union happen like right before my eyes um i'm sure that in those pictures when you get all your wedding pictures back um and you see my face i'm i'm literally crying the whole time um there i look very horrible in all the pictures please don't print them um please crop me out but i literally was just crying the whole time because i'm just so in awe of what the lord can do when you're obedient um because i mean going to highlands was not the super easiest thing you've ever done and it was not the super easiest thing for jacob either i cannot wait for everyone to hear jacob's testimony but um it was not the super easiest thing ever but obedience obedience got you where you are and i think that's so cool well before we um sign off is there anything else you'd like to tell our listeners oh i don't know I mean, other than plug, glorify, obviously. Yeah, glorify <laughs> underscore creative co on Instagram. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and my Etsy's back up, but it's under the old name still. I haven't changed it yet. Um, Perfect. I don't, I don't think, I think that's it. Perfect. I think that's all I have. Yeah. Well, it's been so fun to talk to you and um, let's hang out over Zoom more often. <laughs> all right. Zoom. Love Absolutely. you, Peck. Bye. Love you.